According to the internet, approximately 10 million new web pages are created every day. Of course, we have no idea if this fact is true, because we found it on the internet. We live in an age when the wide expanse of human knowledge is as far away as our phones. Siri, do I have cancer? Here's what I found on the web for do I have cancer. Of course, that information is jumbled up with crackpot political theories, pseudoscience diets, and opinions on celebrity tweets. My name is Bill Witherspoon. And I'm Jennifer Hogue. Those aren't our real names, but this is the internet. Just how easy is it to publish information on the internet? Well, you're listening to me talk, right now. I can tell you right away, I'm not qualified to be listened to. With all this in mind, we've created The Internet Says So, a show where we research random topics on the internet and report back what we find. We have no idea if what we're looking up is true, and neither do you unless you own actual books. We've input several topics into a high-tech randomizer. This randomizer will pick our topic for today. Then we'll pause the microphones and obsessively research the topic for 20 minutes, and then report back to you. All right, let's power up this uh, randomizer here. And um, Jennifer, if you just had to pick a number between two and eight, what would it be? Six. Okay. Our topic today is toddler dental care. We'll be back as soon as we find out every 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 piece of information that the internet has to offer. Jennifer, would you like to share the first fact that you found? Yes. The average salary of a pediatric dentist is $215,000 a year. Wow. I got that from Glassdoor. Glassdoor. That's interesting. And that's not just in one area. That's the national average. So you have to figure in New York or somewhere with a higher cost of living, it's more. Interesting. Now, so I have a theory, right? And this is not based on the internet, but I have a theory that toddlers don't need to go to the dentist because they're just going to lose those baby teeth anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Makes a lot of sense when all of a sudden you start thinking the fact that the average dentist for children is making $215,000 a year. Interesting. Good Well, so can I build on that? Absolutely. I have two more facts to go along with that. The American Academy of Pediatric Dentistry recommends that children, babies, essentially go when their first tooth shows up. Interesting. So, and then I also found that um, the average cost, so I actually found this from the bump.com message boards that kind of the, the average cost of a pediatric dental visit was $150. So the interesting part of this is that many insurance companies charge a fair amount of money to add a child to their dental plan. It totally depends on the plan, but it might be upwards of $50 a month. So who's going to spend $600 a year when 
it's only going to cost them $300 to go to the dentist. Oh, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So, but parents feel guilty, so they're going to spend the money. Yeah. But so you're saying the average uh, child's dental insurance costs $50 a month. Probably. Okay. That's, I didn't find that on the internet. I'm just guessing. Just say you found it on the internet. I found it on the internet. Um, and the average visit costs three hundred dollars. One hundred and fifty. And uh, and when was it recommended that they start going to the dentist? Between six months and a year. Okay, interesting. So whenever the first tooth shows up. Right. So what? So just to build on that little factoid on Colgate.com, um, they recommend that if you have not done so already, make sure your child has had his first dental visit by the time he or she turns one or two. So they're oh. projecting later, oh. I think, I'm guessing here, because they want to make sure that they've got a full set of teeth that they can brush for that Colgate well, but toothpaste. If you can brush it right away, might as well. That's a good point. Yeah, and they say that uh, your pediatric dentist will keep your child's teeth healthy by removing plaque buildup and food debris that may be stuck on his teeth. So I also learned... Okay. From uh, whattoexpect.com message boards. Okay. <laughs> I got my best information from the message boards. That there is a blue mouthwash okay. that you can have your child swish around and spit out. And it colors the spots on their teeth that have not been brushed adequately. Ooh, I need that blue. for me. Yeah. And then they can brush it off. Interesting. What's that stuff called? No clue. It was just the the, the message board. The said. mom said her daughter uses the blue mouthwash to locate all of the problem areas. Is this the same blue substance that's supposed to be in pools when I pee to turn it blue? Because they know. told me that as a kid that it would turn the water blue and it never did. But I think you this actually is, peed. See, a lot of kids yeah. believed that, so they didn't do no, it. No, I tested the theory, and I and I proved it wrong. So I would be the kid who would test the theory of the blue mouthwash, which is probably just mouthwash. It's I probably, think it really... It's probably I, just mouthwash. I'm going to tell my kid that uh, this special blue mouthwash will show every spot that you haven't brushed. That's a great parenting tip here. So we just developed a parenting tip based off of these. So if you're following, it's give your child normal alcohol-based mouthwash, uh, have them swish it around and tell them that it'll show whatever didn't show up, whatever they didn't brush, right? And if they swallow it, they can also become an alcoholic before puberty. Yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) All right, so I have one here. Uh, according to WebMD, you want to avoid baby bottle decay. So you don't want to put your infant or older child down for a nap with a bottle of juice, formula, or milk. Sugary liquids cling to his teeth, feeding bacteria that can cause tooth decay. If you must give your child a bottle to take to go to bed, make sure it contains only water. I thought that was a pretty good one. That's good. It, it should be common knowledge, but I did guess. not know that. <laughs> really? I have a child and I did not know that. Oh, I did. Huh. It can cause a uh, tooth rot. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of tooth rot, um, I went to Reddit, one of my favorite websites, and I found a subreddit called Breaking Mom. 
And uh, Seize the Day 18 asked in a post titled, Am I Over the Line Here? about her best friend. Her best friend has two little girls, ages three and two. She says they, they uh, whenever they get together, she always says the kids haven't eaten and goes right for a diaper bag filled with adult-sized candy, like adult-sized candy bags, and just gives it to the kids to eat. She's also seen this mother put Mountain Dew into a sippy cup. This isn't real. This is on, this is... This, this is, is the not internet. Real. This is the internet. This person just wanted to generate interest on Reddit and get lots of upvotes. Well, uh, this is the internet, and I and I looked at Seize the Day eighteen, and she had a lot of other posts. So I think this is real. So anyway, she says maybe I'm just a snob, but I'm on the verge of bringing it up somehow. IDK. Maybe it's not my place to say anything. I just feel bad for these kids. And there was twenty seven responses. Um, one of them was from Falugalug, um, and she got three upvotes for this one. Um, I think this should qualify as neglect. Poor children, frowny face. I wouldn't want my friend, I wouldn't want a friend like that in my life, but your meals are probably the only nutritional thing they get. That's so sad. And then uh, another person uh, named Junk Account for BR Mommy. Uh, my kid is awesome, so blow me. So, <laughs> that's that's what they said. Um, I don't think there's anything you can say without being rude. Hmm. So there you go. I did some searching on uh, bad breath in toddlers. I did as well. Where'd you find yours at? Um, well, Colgate.com. Hey, that's where I got mine. I know. It must have been at the top of the list. Said that one of the causes, I always thought this one was kind of funny. One of the causes of bad breath in toddlers is foreign objects. That's the exact thing that I picked (laughs) out of that. (laughs) So continue. Foreign objects shoved up their nose. Did you ever ever have a a foreign object shoved up your nose? No. No? No. I you probably did. I think I had a bead in my ear, like a mm. bead that you'd make stuff out of. I was just reading an article the other day about a, a toddler who was having like headaches and they couldn't figure out what this mystery illness was and she coughed up like a rusty safety pin. Mm. Yeah, she must have had horrible breath. Could you imagine that? Like yeah. That I don't think would be as bad as if you had like a moldy piece of cheese shoved up your nose. Oh, that's what it's right. caused by. Or, yeah... Some mom on one of the message boards I was looking at said her daughter had a piece of newspaper shoved up her nose. And that so anything that can be like moldy. wet and moist, yeah, that's, that, you know that's what? what's going to cause the the worst breath. This brings up an interesting point because uh, I've got a real bad funk going on in my car, and um, I think it's some, from like some milk that my toddler dropped. Um, but also it could be from my gym bag or gym shoes. Right. So, Either of those. Yeah. But but you just mentioned moist paper. I have papers for work all over the place. Perhaps the milk was poured onto the paper, creating mm-hmm. even a, a That's bigger mess. That's true. So let's recap here. Do you have any more facts that you found? Mm, no. Okay. So let's just kind of recap what we've talked about so far. Uh, we've talked about how you got to make sure your kid gets... Uh, in to see the dentist between the ages of zero and two. Mm-hmm. That's really important, according mm-hmm. to Colgate. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And the American Academy of Pediatric Dentistry. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, avoid tooth decay on your baby or toddler by one, not giving it bottles of juice or milk before they go to bed and or not giving it candy or putting Mountain Dew in their sippy cup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, bad breath is usually caused by a foreign object. Yeah, and let's talk about how much money pediatric dentists make. And pediatric dentists make a ton of money yeah. for teeth that are really just going to be under a pillow they in don't a couple have of to years. Do, and they don't have to do anything. No. Um, when I took my son in to the dentist, yeah. he just kind of sat there. He yeah. didn't do, it was five minutes, and yeah. the dentist got about $150. Yeah, ka-ching. Probably more because I used insurance. Yeah. So yeah, they probably overcharge insurance. Well, they usually do. All right. Well, I think we really kind of hit this topic over the head here. Uh, we learned a lot about it on the internet. Let's do one more topic. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to need to go back to my randomized generator. I'm going to power this thing up really quickly. And what I'll need from you is a number between two and eight that is not six. Three. Three. Okay, our next topic is peanut allergies. We're going to hit the internet and we will talk to you guys soon. Hi, this is Jennifer and we're back. We just did some research on peanut allergies and I want to hear what you came up with. Okay, so um, peanut allergies are something that a lot of people seem to have an opinion on, um, but I couldn't find a lot of substantial, like, this, this isn't a real thing information on the internet. Like, I couldn't find anybody saying, like, this isn't a real allergy. Um, I did find on peanutallergy.com that a lot of times the diagnosis, the self-diagnosis is typically unreliable. So though knowledge is helpful, we should never assume that being an informed healthcare consumer makes us qualified to diagnose a food allergy. As many as one out of three people believe they or their child has a food allergy, yet only in 28 individuals, when confirmed by a medical professional, is there actually a food allergy. So that makes a lot of sense to me. So if you talk to anybody, they'll say, I'm allergic to this, I'm allergic to that. But if you go to a doctor, it's closer to about one in 30 people actually have a serious food allergy. Yeah. So uh, do you want to hear about some of the new research? Yeah. So parents today have been told, uh, well, I mean, I shouldn't say today, today, but in recent years, parents have been told that they should delay feeding their child peanuts until the age of one. And or any kind of high allergenic things, peanuts, tree nuts. After um, and actually with kids who have higher who are higher risk have, you know, eczema or allergies to eggs or have it in their family, immediate relatives, they are urged to delay introduction of peanuts until they are more like two. Really? Yes. So but last year, the New England Journal of Medicine released a study saying, hey, maybe we're not quite doing this right. So maybe we need to look at what 
were doing because they found in Israel the rate of peanut allergies was about a tenth of what it is in other Western countries, the UK and the US, I think more specifically. So they looked at their diets and what they give their kids, and it turns out in Israel they have this snack called bamba or bamba. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's basically made out of corn and peanuts. And it's one of those, you know, those corn puffs that basically dissolve in your mouth yeah. that you give to your little kid. Uh, they're basically like that. But they're made out of peanuts. Can you imagine if you pulled out a bag of those for your kid at the park <laughs> <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in the U.S.? The just crazy looks you would get from your from the other parents. What are you giving your Six month old. <laughs> People um, just be running in every direction. Yeah, just like if there's a bomb or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so they give their kids these snacks and they have one tenth of the peanut allergy problems that we do. So, what they're saying is early exposure may prevent long term food allergies. Well, peanut allergies. It's okay. going to, it, it's, helping those kids and they so they did a more controlled study and basically they had two sets of they were both both groups were high risk okay but one group restricted and delayed introduction of peanuts and the other group uh gave them to them early and they didn't show as they they found relatively conclusively that the group that had early introduction had fewer peanut allergies. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So I actually found um, it looks like the American Academy of Pediatrics is actually getting on board with this and really kind of investigating. So, so our literal fear of peanut allergies is creating more peanut allergies. Yeah. Because we're waiting to give our kids peanuts too long. Mm-hmm. And by then they've developed the allergy. Yeah. Mind blowing. That's yeah. a really good fact. What was the source on that again? Uh, the New England Journal of Medicine. Sounds suspect. <laughs> I got a better opinion from a reader on Yelp who was upset at a restaurant's no peanut policy. And he titled his post, Yuppies and Their Fake Allergies. Um, Basically, your kid doesn't have an allergy to nuts. Your kid has a parent who needs to feel special. Your kid also spends recess running and screaming, no, stop, please don't rub my head with peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, a tiny number of kids have severe peanut allergies that can cause anaphylactic shock, and all their teachers should be warned, handle as EpiPens, and given real experience gift, given a really expensive gift at Christmas. Uh, but unless you're a character on Heroes, genes don't mutate fast enough to have caused 18% increase in childhood food allergies between 1997 and 2007. This person obviously does not know about the study you just mentioned. Um, and genes certainly... It's new. It just came out. The the second piece of this I, just I, came out I promise six you, days ago. I promise you this Yelp reviewer does not read medical I know, studies. I <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so uh, that doesn't cause food allergies. Yuppie dum does. And then, uh, somebody else had 
uh, commented on his post and said, my cynical theory is that yuppie moms develop food allergies to cloak their own eating disorders, then pass their allergies, quote unquote, to their children to validate their own neuroses. So this actually tells me a lot. There's one, this tells me why I hate Yelp so much. Um, but it also, it, you've heard these theories a lot in just kind of playground conversation. If there is a parent with a food allergy, I'm sure they've heard a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, Yelp type theories when it comes to their kid. But, uh, according to this poster, it's, it's not real. So they just need to get over it. (laughs) And that's my, uh, but, uh, on the, is it real or not? And I'm, I gotta be honest. I was, I was one of the cynics before spending 20 minutes researching this topic. I'm uh, falling on the side of, yes, it is real. Um, very real and very dangerous. Uh, according to WebMD, last year, a Quebec, uh, coroner attributed the death of a 15-year-old girl with a peanut allergy to a kiss from her boyfriend who had been eating peanuts. Yeah, that happened uh, in Spokane a number of years ago. It was a while ago. But that happened because they the school had given peanut butter cookies. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find this on the internet. This was back when I was in college. I heard about this. Uh, and think he kissed the girl or something was this an elementary school or, or maybe what? the girl a girl it, yeah it was they were young just passing Shoot, out peanut butter and encouraging kissing what kind of school is this <laughs> i don't know i should i should look for it on the internet but it happened yeah so what's that, that and that was like the first that was kind of the first trigger on oh schools need to be you know on the forefront of the peanut prohibition Ooh, the peanut prohibition. That was a good one, That's huh? pretty good, yeah. yeah. Interesting. You got any yeah. other facts that you found interesting? No, not, not particularly. It just, it seems that. I just think it's interesting that, yeah, we've basically caused more peanut allergies because by being of our afraid fear of, of peanuts. Mm-hmm. So uh, my, I got to be honest, before I researched this topic, I was the skeptical guy. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has peanut allergies. And while they may not, my final source that I found was a, uh, a YouTube video made by a Girl Scout troop to promote peanut allergy awareness. Um, it was a good video. The scene started with a school party, kids jumping around and stuff like that. One kid who had a peanut allergy um, was enjoying the party, and then another dancer at the party who was also carrying a peanut butter sandwich fell and smothered his face with the peanut butter. Um, the kid ended up going to the doctor who was played by a, a nine-year-old girl and they had a good discussion about um, just why he was at this party in the first place. And he said, I don't want to feel excluded as a kid, which may, kind of make, made me a little heartbreak a little bit. Um, and then she said, yes, um, I agree. And while I don't think it would be appropriate for schools to ban peanut butter, which I thought it was a little interesting that these kids were throwing their own political opinions into their YouTube video, um, you should educate your friends and their families on your condition so they know how to act accordingly. But I got to be honest, uh, you know what? If uh, my child would die because of a peanut allergy, I have no problem packing almond butter in my kid's lunch. Uh, I think, well, tree nuts are different than peanuts, but many children are also allergic to tree nuts. Wait, is that like an almond? Yeah. So I can't do almond butter either? No. 
Yeah. Sunflower seed butter is one that's typically acceptable. Nobody's allergic to sunflower seeds? Some people are. Yeah. I, well, I, I actually know one. We'll have um, to search the internet for that then. Uh, but the other thing is, I guess one of the things that they recommend that just kind of breaks my heart because it's not as healthy as peanut butter even, uh, is Nutella. Because hazelnuts apparently are not a common allergen. Nutella's high in sugar though, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. not good for you. So that brings us back to our toddler dental problems that we discussed yeah. earlier. Yeah. Interesting. Well, this has been a uh, our, our first episode. Uh, we've covered toddler dental care and peanut allergy. Uh, join us next time we feel like doing this, and we'll dive into some more topics. We're pulling these facts off of the internet, so they really shouldn't be used in any sort of bibliography. But if you are a student and actually use it in your bibliography, please take a picture of it and send it to us, and uh, we will give you a $25 Starbucks gift card. So the subject to while supplies last, and we have one. So anyway, this has been our inaugural episode. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you later.